Hello there, and welcome to the Potent Puffin Podcast, and I'm your host, Jake Thomas. Sitting here beside me is Kina, the Elk Hound. Do you enjoy hearing about weird news? Are you in need of a podcast that provides an irreverent, insane commentary on the top trending topics of today? Well then, go check out my friend Billy Dean Shoemate III's podcast, No Disclosure. In No Disclosure, Billy Dean Shoemate III takes us through what is happening in the world, exposes the audacity and just played weirdness of what is placed on the news media of the world. It's a hilarious podcast, and I would recommend you go check it out and get some good laughs and learn about what's going on in the world. Again, that's No Disclosure. Find it on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Now it's been an exciting time around here as Callison has transitioned from hockey to t-ball. And he's been wanting to play baseball for a couple years now. We've wanted him in there. He's been able to hit a ball from a pitch for since he was two. He's been able to throw it since he was two. He's actually pretty good, set up pretty well for it. But he's at the t-ball. He's on a t-ball team now we wanted him to do it last year but he missed the age cutoff by like two days and so he had to wait until this year to play and he was really bugged last year that he didn't get to play but he's in it now and he's excited he's happy we're excited we're happy for him and he is having a ball with it he's had like four practices now and he loves going to practice. He just loves it. He's having a ball each time. He doesn't want to leave. He's enthusiastic to go. And today we had his opening ceremonies. He got his jersey. He will be wearing the number 5 for this t-ball season. He's number 13 in hockey. So he has two different numbers now. And... Yeah, the opening ceremonies went really good. He he really just kind of stood there while I introduced all the teams. And then it was over. Not sure what his first game is yet. They haven't got us a schedule. But he has practice twice a week. And he is just all about going to, to t-ball practice. I mean, he's throwing it pretty good. They had a little throwing contest. And he, uh, he did the best for sure. And, yeah, he's excited for that. He's excited for baseball and t-ball. And he's also ready for hockey to come back. But he's still got quite a while until that. Because that's not until November. So, he has baseball till then. And it is fun just watching him do his little sports and see how he enjoys all of it. Yeah, it's just great. I love watching it through him it's fun i love seeing him you know have fun and, and enjoying it so that's great and then got some good beach time in uh last week uh took two of the dogs out separately uh took tanada the uh youngest puppy out to a beach uh, a couple days ago the, the day after that, we took little copper dog out to a different beach and 
Copper just had a blast with Kalsan out there. Uh, took one of my disc off disc and was throwing it around and Copper is chasing it, jumping into the the water, the river that leads up to the to the ocean and just getting all dirty and wet. Of course, Kalsan's following behind him. And yeah, they're just having a good old ball and it was great. And that's kind of been what we've done here lately is just enjoying you know, some easy beach days here and there. And, I mean, a beach day in Kodiak, Alaska isn't quite what you would normally think of a beach day. It's not going and, well, sometimes it is, but not yet. But it's not just going and laying out on the sand and soaking up the sun. No. And that's not really a Kodiak beach day. I mean, there are days like that, but that's not until summer gets here. But... There's still good beach days in the spring. It doesn't matter if it's raining or sunny. You can have a good beach day here in Kodiak. Just go out and walk the beach, listen to the waves hit. And, you know, just you know, enjoy it all. It's just great. Just walk around and have a good time. That's just kind of how we've done it lately. And things are going good. So, hopefully here soon we'll be getting the four-wheelers out again and be time to be going out having those daily adventures once again. And Cal said he keeps asking for the four-wheelers to come out, but it's not quite time yet. And so, got a few more weeks and it'll be time to be getting them out and going riding again. And hopefully soon Cal said might get his own, I don't know. But that's in the works. And yeah, that's kind of the lowdown here. But mostly just caught up with the baseball and, you know, take a little drives out to the beach as often as we can and just kind of take things slow and easy. But yeah, not too much other than that going on for me. And we. Had a, another quick little Seattle trip a couple weeks ago. Calcid was highly excited for. He loves going to visit Seattle. Went down to watch my sister-in-law's graduation uh, from diving school. So she could become an underwater welder. Uh, she's taking a dive position back here in Kodiak, I believe. But it was good getting to go down to Seattle and watch that and speak have a lot of good family time because uh, my mother-in-law went with us so we had like the whole family went down and we got to see my sister-in-law and her girlfriend quite a bit so it was kind of nice having everybody you know on like a little family vacation kind of uh, a little more than just me Brandy and Kelsey like usual so it was a good change of pace uh, had a lot of good time. Kelsey got to go up in the Ferris wheel again. and We didn't go to the, the Space Needle this time. Uh, but Kelsey did a good picture with the Space Needle uh, behind him. And that was really cool. He gets excited whenever he sees the Space Needle. And he just starts yelling that about it. And of course he got his uh, picture with Bigfoot. There is a Bigfoot at a gift shop down of the waterfront that he always has to take his picture with uh, whenever we visit Seattle. And so he got his 
picture with Bigfoot yet again. And he is still just uh, Bigfoot obsessed. He loves Bigfoot. He found this Grow a Bigfoot toy in one of the gift shops. So, of course, he had to get it. And it didn't really grow that much. It grew a little bit when we put it in the water. It took like five days. The package said up to 72 hours, but it took like five days for that thing to really grow. Any, but yeah, he he got his grow a Bigfoot, and he was happy with that. And I think he might have got a Bigfoot T-shirt or two. I don't really remember. And we found some coffee at a casino. That we had to try, and that turned out pretty good. Been drinking that with uh, all my puffin bugs. If you're unfamiliar with my puffin bugs, go check out uh, my Shopify store. Uh, you can find it on Instagram under the Pot Puffin. Got some cool little coffee mugs from my artwork there. If you're interested, check it out. And yeah, but that's some good coffee. Got home, got it ground up. And Count said uh, he always asked for Bigfoot coffee. And because uh, when my mother-in-law took my sister-in-law down to Seattle originally, they stopped somewhere in Canada and got a bag of coffee that had Bigfoot on it. So we called that Bigfoot coffee. And we've been out of it for quite a while. And they bought it in Canada, but it was actually roasted in Seattle. We forgot to go get that coffee while we were in Seattle. So we wanted to check out that uh, roastery or brew shop, whatever you you call it for coffee but we found uh, some coffee at a casino and so I tell Kelson that it all came from Seattle therefore it's Bigfoot coffee and uh yeah so but it's a pretty good coffee I think it's called like killer coffee it's at the Tualulip I don't know how you say it uh, casino resort uh just north of Everett I believe but had some good coffee. Cool little casino. Didn't get to really check it out too much because we had the little one with us. But, you know, that's what it is. And then, yeah, see, what else was there? That's about all it was. Yeah. It wasn't our smoothest Seattle trip because usually our trips go, like, we just go to Seattle. It's like our those trips are usually, like, super effortless and easy non-stressful like i don't know how we've gone away with so many stress-free trips to seattle like with no issues with the airport or rental car or, or hotel or you know going to do stuff like it's always like the perfect like picture perfect trips for us when we go to seattle but this this past time that wasn't quite the case it was still a good trip but we did have like a little setback uh, while we were at the mall. I think the second day we were there, uh, we had uh, the rental car window got broken into, and so we had to call the rental car company to get that straightened out. And they sent a tow truck. Uh, they recovered their vehicle, and we had to go back to the airport and pick up a second vehicle. And you know, it's what it is. It, it kind of threw a kick in our plants for the day because it pushed dinner back uh, a few hours and kind of stressful dealing with that and my wife the only thing that got stolen was like some of my wife's medical equipment so that's like why they take that I don't know they left all the valuable stuff in the car uh, 
all that medical stuff isn't valuable. It's just the stuff you would think that they would take got left and... Yeah. Kind of weird. But... Yeah, so that was kind of a stressful point. But other than that, the trip was great. Uh, pretty stress-free. It went well. And yeah, we all had a blast. And the graduation was good. So yeah. It was, it was a good little time. But yeah. It was kind of nice though. Uh, I don't know if nice, but it was kind of cool. Because we got to interact with you know people who normally wouldn't interact with. Like the tow truck driver. He was like this cool like Australian dude. He was all like, yeah, man, I'll have a, have a beer for you later tonight when I get off. And, you know, had his Australian accent. He was cool. Seemed like a cool dude. And, you know, I was thankful for him. He was, he was easygoing and probably the least stressful part of that little ordeal. But, yeah, that's about it. That's what we had going on. And, um, no, I keep saying this. I don't start getting these podcasts regular again i hope to be doing that but who knows i hope it's not another two months before the next one but yeah and you know just throw a little self plug here uh you know go check out paranormal puffin as well if you're into you know the paranormal learning about haunted places and different cryptids uh i just had a new episode last week I think it was, yeah, last week, where I talked about the Silkies. They're the Sil folk of Celtic mythology, uh, mostly Scotland and Ireland. Pretty neat little little creatures. It's a short, probably my shortest Paranormal Puffin episode, so go check that out. And just, you know, a little self-praise with that is on Good Pods, Paranormal Puffin. Uh, it's currently ranked number 77 for independent documentaries. So... Thank you to who all is listening to that. I appreciate that. And also, you know, if you're looking to gain some insight on, you know, self-promotion type stuff for, you know, your own podcast or your artwork or any other, you know, business or activity you do that you need to help promoting with, uh, check out Promotional Puffin as well. Uh, it's a new venture of mine. Where I just kind of give little tidbits of what I've learned from my podcasting journey and from self-publishing my book and things I've learned and promoting myself. Uh, want to share that with others, try and help them out, and also sell uh, ad space with that. So go check that out if you're interested. If not, just ignore everything I just said. And yeah, I'll catch you all whenever the next time I make the Potent Puffet podcast. And yeah, if you enjoyed, uh, subscribe, give me a like, leave a review, something cool, that'd be appreciated, and I'll catch you all next time.